I want to, welcome to machine learning. I want to talk about the next big thing in energy, which is Lockheed Martin's Crossfire, a neutronic fusion reactor. Big terms, but what it's saying is they've built a um, small confinement field using superconductivity. And the way they were able to do that is using a new type of uh, material, uberium magnet, that hadn't previously existed. It, it came on the market. They immediately picked up on that new technology, were able to reduce the amount of wattage in order to fit, create the magnetic confinement field. And as a result, uh, they're able to build a, a reactor 10 feet by seven that can generate enough power to power 100,000 homes. So they, in the Lockheed Martin presentation, they state that there are 40 gigawatts, which is uh, 1 billion watts. So 40 bi billion watts of power generated by natural gas generators and they want to use these small nuclear fusion reactors to augment and increase the heat uh, in the to produce the steam so it just basically plugs into the pipeline produces heat and uh, reduce the amount of natural gas being consumed and increase the amount of fusion material, which is hydrogen, that the Crossfire fusion reactor is going to use. And so the let me just talk to you a little bit about how the Crossfire fusion reactor uses helium-3. Now, helium-3 is not abundant on the Earth, but it can... Um, Maybe if the, they start doing mining on the moon, which sounds like there's possibility that they could uh, mine the materials on the moon and then send it by rocket back to the earth. So, you know, you don't need that many tons of helium-3 to power the world. And so if you, you had a vehicle capable of re-entry like uh, SpaceX, we could send a unmanned ship to the moon, mine the helium-3, bring it back to Earth, and then power all the generators in the world. It's just one of those things that is hard to fathom what fusion reaction can do for humanity. It can produce incredible amounts of power, one reason why not to ever use a fusion uh, reactor weapon is the, the level of destruction. So we're just getting more and more powerful and uh, almost godlike in the sense that we can destroy and create at the same time uh, an immeasurable amount compared to history okay so 
Electrons uh, shared between atoms. What we're tr they're trying to do is form plasma. The way you form plasma is you combine the the ions into a certain space or in close proximity, and the energy of those ions colliding can overcome the uh, Coulomb barrier, and and so because of that you can create um, fusion that occurs. And what does that reaction look like? Well, you take deuterium, which is basically hydrogen. Um, it's a, four, a hydrogen, I believe, ion, plus helium-3. That will release uh, a proton with 14.7 millivolts plus hydrogen-4 at 3.7 millivolts and plus 18.4 mass converted to energy. So uh, there's a lot of energy in that system when collisions occur. A deuterium plus helium-3 reactor is optimal at 100 keV. Cross-fire fusion reactor, electrons go to ground and positive ions are accelerated in a electrostatic way against a negative potential. Okay, again, we've talked about that that uh, uh, cathoid effect with these ions. So you create this negative uh, potential well, and so they're all moving into this potential well, and it's sinking together and then causing a, uh, a power reaction where we, we just convert that helium-3 and deuterium together and, uh, you know, deuterium being an ion and we're producing a proton, helium-4, and a mass. Okay, so the breakthrough was these, these new superconductor-like magnets that they were able to achieve a 20 tesla now, Tesla is a magnetic field force, incredibly powerful. Never been able to achieve that level. In the past, maybe four or five Tesla were, were achievable. And usually, the magnets and the size of those fields were like the, enormous. And if you go look at the, the uh, ITER in France, spent $22 billion building that facility. And uh, Crossfire thinks that they <coughs> can get fusion reaction 10x, meaning tenfold energy production. So the 10 times the energy production output in a smaller containment size. And then basically what they, they were saying in their video presentation is that they want to create planes that can stay up in the air perpet almost perpetually. Um, they don't have to be refueled. They're atomic planes, and they have this enormous energy source called fusion on board. So it is questionable or interesting to postulate whether or not they understand anti-gravity. So if they understand how to create anti-gravity from the analysis of alien spacecraft if you believe in that 
which there's a lot of evidence to suggest that they've been studying the propulsion systems of spacecraft in restricted areas. And uh, the, uh, if they have gained enough understanding of how to generate the power necessary to create a canceling field for gravity and gravities and energy, then they have basically these incredibly fast aircraft that can move in any direction because they have zero inertia. And it can change uh, rapidly at a 90 degree angle very fast. I wrote some books there uh, that uh, I kind of postulized that they, that might be the, the approach that it was being taken. And uh, to see actually the physical manifestation of it is actually kind of a surprise. But that's the interesting thing about abstract thinking is that often if you can think it, it will become a reality. And at the point that you think it, it means that there was some hint or evidence in the models or the data that's surrounding you to draw upon and so the, there was some abstract thought that that made me believe that skunk works had um, achieved that uh, prototypes for that match alien spacecraft and uh, and so what uh, what that could mean for military power is if you have a craft that moves like that be almost impossible to hit it with conventional weapons because you'd have to go to energy weapons like lasers, high-power lasers, and so forth. And not all the countries in the world are capable of, of that level of power to create those high-powered lasers that can shoot down planes. Now, it was interesting that the U.S. had that technology. The Navy had it. And uh, they may have also been thinking about wiffle ball technology to power high-energy weapons and um, use those in military application. I'd rather stay focused on what this new technology could mean for humanity in the positive sense. A 10x increase in power is a significant boost. I mean, even a few percent is, is gonna make a difference in the bottom line. But a 10X could, if you had a, say like you had a $300 bill, and now you have a $30 bill per month for your electricity. That would be a great tax relief um, because the, the utilities are very expensive and they are fixed cost. However, would the utility companies be willing to reduce price at that level? Or would they keep 200% uh, for profit and call that the cost of infrastructure adjustment? It's difficult to know what the future is. I do like the idea of decentralized power because that breaks the monopoly that energy is, is held. Um, okay, so let's get back 
So the Crossfire reactor uses a superconducting magnet, 20 Tesla, to focus confinement, a superconducting magnet for exhausting the plasma, a dielectric mirror for reflecting the uh, electromagnetic waves back to the plasma. All these designs were early, about 2012, when I was looking at it. They may have uh, adapted their their designs because when I was looking at it, it kind of looked like a wiffle ball. They had their confinement fields um, inside of a of a spherical shape, and somehow they're able to achieve the geometry for confining the plasma. The plasma positive ions will be attracted to electrons from the neutralizer. The system will receive energy from the plasma, allowing the flux of electrons from ground to positive potential. The system will transfer energy to plasma, pulling electrons from ground to negative potential. One million metric tons of helium-3 reacting with deuterium would generate about 20 terawatts years of thermal energy. About 25 tons of helium-3 would power the United States for one year at our current rate of energy consumption. It might be a little few more tons now because it's been a decade. Um, Mark Soups built a small fusion reactor that uses deuterium gas as a fuel. The reactor puts off 30,000 volts with negligible amount of radiation. The reactor is zero sum and not a golden reactor, but it does demonstrate potential. See, that's been the problem with fusion all along is they have not understood what even what fusion is and so they can't even get to zero sum um, but they believe with this new magnet that they are able to reduce the the energy cost and therefore uh, get the 10x increase in power helium-3 deteriorates into tritium helium-3 represents 0.0002 percentage of all helium. So mining helium-3 is going to be really expensive. World demand for helium-3 is 76,000 liters per year, whereas out U.S. demand is 8,000 liters. And again, we've talked about could you mine helium-3 for fusion reactors on Earth?